when I don't know. Do you you always count down? Okay. Three, two, one. I wish I could put my fists through the whole clouds of beautiful town. Hello, and welcome to Lousy Beautiful Town, where we like to scream about Star Wars and put our fists through things. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm joined by your other wonderful... I almost said other wonderful Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Our other wonderful host, Jess! (laughs) And we have a very special guest today. It's Ash! Yay! I'm here. After being, like, super thirsty on Twitter trying to get on this podcast, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, literally, Ash tweeted, my goal for 2020 is to be on Lousy Beautiful Town, and we're like, okay, and literally, here she is. Literally, all you have to do is tag us, and we'll just let you in here. It's, well, But we've actually created an, yeah, we've created an unspoken rule that we're never going to have men on this podcast. So, women oh, that's... and non-binary folks only. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> It wasn't Love even that. really intended that way. It's just kind of like, we both just kind of decided it separately, and then we're like, hey, <laughs> we both agree realize? on this, right? <laughs> the men have enough Star Wars podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. They, they probably have their they own do. anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Everybody has a podcast about yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, Ash is here. So, Ash, tell us a little bit about your Star Wars story. Ooh, well, I've been a Star Wars fan for as long as I can remember. Uh, my dad's a big Star Wars fan, so he showed it to me when I like could first understand the concept of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and took me to see The Phantom Menace when it first came out, and um, Attack the Clones, all that. So I've been a Star Wars fan for a really long time. And in 2016, I was like, well, it's about time that I have a podcast to talk about all of this <laughs> Star Wars emotions. So we started the Skyhoppers podcast. And yeah, where I'm at with Star Wars right now is that I love I love it. For a while it was kinda rough there for a while. I was <laughs> not a fan of some of the things coming out from about twenty eighteen. Uh, to now. <laughs> from about twenty eighteen to when the Mandalorian came out. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, now now I'm ba- I'm fully back in my Oh my god, it's Star Wars life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um Ash, you <laughs> I actually so I have a confession to make. Um I could not fucking remember what happened in the sixth episode of The Mandalorian, so I went back and listened to Podrilorian, um <laughs> where Ash is a host on Podrilorian and also Rogue Pod. <laughs> mm-hmm. And is fantastic. Um and I was like, Oh, Ash, you love this show so much. We need to have you on to talk about Mando because because yeah. Because you love it, and because yeah. we need that to be infectious. <laughs> Man- Mando is like exactly, you know, like I th- I feel like different people have different things that are their Star Wars. Yeah. You know, like they're prequel people and original trilogy people. And like you can love all of it, but I feel like for a lot of a, a lot of people, like you have one area that's like your baby. And mm-hmm. post Return of the Jedi was always that for me in Legends. And give me anything that's like not a jedi i'm all for it very interesting so so like a cool cool bounty hunter running around with a little green goblin child i'm like yes in like (laughs) now you're also really into battlefront too right yeah yeah i'm really into battlefront too 
I really need to play that. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Jess, when you come to visit me, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you can play because it's like a three-hour story. Oh, perfect. That's yeah. like an evening of cocktails and video games. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> In my basement. It's also a good idea for a podcast, an evening of cocktails and video games. Oh. oh. No one take it. It's Ash's idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah. Andy Dwyer on Parks and Rec. Band name, I called it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. Oh. Oh. So we don't really have any, uh, the any Star Wars news, just that uh, Mando Season 2 is coming fall 2020. Um, and I believe Too it was far. announced that... Clo- I know, right? I believe it was announced that Clone Wars drops on Disney Plus on February 17th. Ooh, that's getting close. Ooh. I believe. I don't remember, and I don't feel like looking it up. So <laughs> It is February out at some point. Yes, it's yeah. sometime in February. Um, maybe February 29th. I don't know. Um, I don't. Are they going to drop it like they did with Mando, with episodes each week? Or are they planning on doing it the whole thing? I don't remember. Do we even know how many episodes the season's going to be? 13. 13. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. That's more than I thought. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to release it. I kind of hope they do it week by week because I yeah. like the like the hype cycle, I guess. Yeah. See, I'm mixed because they did that with Rebels and I felt like it was too – because Clone Wars is like a short – show like rebels was what 20 minutes 25 minutes mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. clone wars is similar and i felt like i had a hard time getting into it rebels that is like if i watched like whenever they re- released um two parters where it was like two episodes in a row i felt like it was more engaging to me than just 20 minute the 20 minute yeah. episodes so i don't know um, I, but 13 i don't think 13 episodes is enough to release like two at a time no i don't know i kind of hope that I don't know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, I think I think what will be helped. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Sorry, Ash, you asked for this. You did. You did ask. <laughs> uh, fucking goddamn it! I can't get my brain. Um, I think it'll drinking? be easier. Yeah, it'll be easier to get into <laughs> because we already love the story. So true. Very true. And we don't, we're not going to be introduced to like new characters or new, well, as far as we know, new places. The only thing I'm somewhat concerned about is that we already kind of know what this show could be, at least for a mm. little bit, because we know what kind of happens with the Siege of Mandalore. And unless they make some like radical changes, which I don't foresee them doing. Um, yeah. But Dave Filoni loves to throw in, like, weird shit sometimes, so yeah. who knows? <laughs> uh, they'll just be Loth Wolves on Mandalore for no <laughs> reason. <laughs> uh, I was waiting. I was like, man, we got through an entire TV show with Dave Filoni's involvement without a wolf. And then I realized that his Liar. character, <laughs> that he, his cameo that he has... His name is Wolf Trapper. Mm-hmm. Ew. I, I feel like him. I knew that, but I didn't know that until you just said it again, and now I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> what so, really sucks is that I love wolves, but he has ruined wolves for me uh, forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, with his obsession. Thanks, we got a, <laughs> We got a Google Nest for Christmas that was Chris's housewarming gift to ourselves. Um, and... <laughs> um, 
it has like a slideshow of random pictures. You can change it so that it's pictures of like you, but we haven't felt like doing it yet. And one of the random pictures that comes up is like a drawing of a wolf. And literally every time it comes up on the TV, I'm like, fuck you, Filoni. It's not even his. Like, it's not like a lost wolf. It's just a drawing of a wolf. And I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> so, oh, well. That's it for Star Wars news. Uh, unless y'all <laughs> can think of something else that I can't. So um, one, Mando is coming. Two, wolves have been ruined for us. That's, that's the news. <laughs> awesome. Dave can go be a furry elsewhere, please. <laughs> Not in my Star Wars. Not in my good Christian Star Wars. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So let's get to the main event. Why we're all fucking here is the Mandalorian. Pew, 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 pew. I've had a day. <laughs> I had a long day at work and I'm drinking. And we're having like a we're having a lousy beautiful town slash Podalorian Podralorian crossover. Yes. So it was appropriate. Sh- yeah, Although we're not it. talking in like super west Yes, talk your super western Texas Western <laughs> shit. Like what what do you say? Like that's 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 Meg's that's Meg's thing. Uh we a couple weeks ago we said like she said something to the effect of welcome to the Podalorian for a granny slap and good time. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> See, highfalutin, highfalutin, and then they said it on the show. Okay. <laughs> you know, the road pod monkeys paw. Oh. <laughs> oh lord, Ashley, you should put in the rogue pod dream group chat. Ask them if they feel chaotic tonight, and maybe all of our chaos cycles have synced. Oh no! Because I like to. Th- well, we are the we are the chaotic neutral. Um, and you and Bin on Skyhoppers are the chaotic good, and I believe Danny ranked Rogue Padron as chaotic evil. <laughs> yep. That sounds so about right. we're all out of the same level of chaos. It's just how we use it. We, we were talking about this last night when we recorded. I feel like my overall, I, I ever since I started recording with Rogue Pod every week, I feel like my overall chaotic energy has massively increased. Yes. I'm just. That's what happened. <laughs> Like, it up by osmosis. Like right? Danny came over to my house one time, and I was like, "I want to rob a bank." <laughs> so, what we're planning on is going through episodes six through eight, kind of like we did one through five, just touching on parts that we want to talk about. Um, ignoring the parts that we don't. And then we'll get a little more in-depth in terms of, I really want to get in-depth on um, how we feel about Mando as a character. How I want to talk about Cara Cynthia Dune because I want Ash to gush over Cara Cynthia Dune for forever. Um, and then we have some thoughts about being Mando, be, oh, Jess is typing Queel. Justice for Queel. I don't know how to make it into the, an outline. Why do I... <laughs> Oh right. my god! That's not what I want, but whatever. <laughs> how do I? How do I? Stop! English? Just okay. stop! <laughs> Jess is fucking. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with it. I'm not touching the notes anymore. Apparently, we're also going to talk about Queel, and I forgot I want to talk about IG11. Okay. <laughs> you should see our notes I guess right that now. Works. Um, um, and then we. We want to talk about how Mando, uh, the, the changing of Mando. Wow. Please screenshot this. Not, not, what does that even say? 
<laughs> Glue. I do it. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. We I have fun here. This is exactly what I was expecting. I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> Yay! I didn't, ha- I didn't have a cool down period between like traffic, beverage. <laughs> Uh, a piece of cake for dinner and then sitting down and putting my headphones on so this is what we're yeah. getting <laughs> yeah i kind of came home ate some lasagna which is kind of like cake it and is kind of like cake <laughs> poured myself a glass of wine took the rest of the bottle downstairs with me <laughs> so uh-huh. perfect all right so let's talk mando episode six which i believe is called the prisoner um this is where we get introduced to Tonks' character. Um, Shion. <laughs> That's Shion, where she's from. Yeah, like, Tonks. Fu- okay, that's the last edition. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just stop adding stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I was like, I know who this actress is, but I'm too lazy to like go through IMDb. And then sometimes also, like, if you're looking at IMDb for like just character names or who who is playing this person like you get spoiled sometimes for like yeah. episodes of shows so I stopped doing that because I got yeah. spoiled for something um and I so I just didn't and I was like where do I know this person and now yeah. Tonks Harry Potter is already kind of ruined for me now but now Tonks <laughs> is really ruined for me <laughs> yeah I wasn't huge on Shion and I'm upset yeah I it's this weird thing with Twi'leks that they like to do yeah. Where it's like, why do you have to make them all like this, except for Hera, I guess. Right. Like, I, I, and I'm, it's fine, like, to have a character that is, like, makes sexual innuendo all the time, as, mm-hmm. I, or, like, enjoys doing that, or, there's obviously nothing wrong with that, but it feels like they have that connotation with every Twi'lek they try to yeah. do. Yeah. Which I it's... guess is what makes Hera so different and, like, refreshing, because yeah. she's not like that at all. But I don't know. It's just was weird. Da- was Daddy Sindula suggestive and flirty? <laughs> <Daddy. laughs> you just <laughs> called him Daddy Sindula. <laughs> I forgot his name. Cham. There we go. <laughs> was Daddy, Daddy Cham Sindula suggestive? There's a title. No. <laughs> I like that she threw knives. That's all I really have to say about her. Oh, you cut out. Oh. <laughs> I said I like that she throws knives. Yeah, that was cool. That's, that's something it. different. It just feel it just feels like her purpose in the narrative was to be like, oh, she has some kind of a history with Mando. What could it be? And it's just Ooh, like, did she suck his dick <laughs> with the helmet on? My favorite <laughs> thing my co-host of Rogue Pod at Podrilorn has ever said was, "Dicks out, helmet on. This is the way." <laughs> Someone make that a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I was I was listening to episode 8, Padrelorian, this morning while I was getting ready for work. Um, which, note to self, never listen to any Rogue Padron thing while you're getting ready, because you're going to cry from laughter. Um, and so it messed up my makeup. So, I can't remember which one of y'all said it, but someone was like, well, what if the other person... The other living being was blindfolded. Oh, that was me. That was you? Okay. I made up some very good fanfic in my head, so thank you, Ash. (laughs) 
some very we... good sexy times fanfic. So thank you, Ash. When you write that, can we have a live reading for yes. our uh, extra content? Yes. Wink, wink. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. But um, yeah. Anyways, I think um, my my issue with this character, first of all, why is her name Chinese? Second of all, like. Ash, like, kind of what you were saying about how, like, why are all Twi'leks kind of turned into these very, like, sexualized characters? Like, did we really need to do that with another female Twi'lek? Like, really? But I hate her brother. Oh, yeah, he's a dick. They both... What is his name again? Shin. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) The Chinese Twi'lek twins, great. (laughs) That's even better. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I don't... You know, we, we were talking about this on Podrilorian, and I think this episode is kind of like every single character except the Mando. I'm like, get out of here, please. Like the Deveronian, yeah. whoever the hell Bill Burr is playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I actually liked the episode, though. Like, oh, I uh, if you yeah. cut out all the characters, <laughs> like, the episode was great. I, I liked like, the last chunk of the episode. I think, like, the idea is to get us to miss, like, Kara. So when she comes back, you're like, oh, this is it. This is the mm-hmm. team, you yeah. know? Yeah. But, and I'm glad they all got what they deserved by the end of it, but... Yes. And I did very much so miss Cara Dune. Oh, oh man. It was like, since... Mando should never work with anybody else except for Kara. Also, why has he not learned his lesson on, like, don't leave the baby on the ship or, like, <laughs> bring the baby into the dangerous baby. situations? <laughs> like... Good lord, this episode is really stressful yeah, as far as like baby, baby falls si- on the floor. Oh god, I couldn't it was, handle it. It was it was pretty cute though. The baby falls on the floor and Mando immediately, while everybody is disoriented from the ship shaking, immediately like flings himself over the baby, scoops <laughs> him up and shoves him in the thing and locks the door <laughs> before anybody can notice what's going on. <laughs> he had one good dad moment of yeah, the entire episode. Yeah. He's trying his best. Like, as a person who grew up with a single father, I can understand. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. I got left in a lot of weird situations where it's like, mm, I probably shouldn't be home alone right now. But I am. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I did I did really enjoy the way this episode was shot. Um, oh, especially yeah. towards the end when we got a lot of, like, the horror aspects. Like, oh, yeah. uh, with with Bill Burr's character, like, looking like he's going to die. It's like the Mando, every time it, the light flashes, like, Mando gets closer and closer. I was like, that's cool. I like that, too. Um, also, we had a cameo from a Clone Wars um, person. Um, Matt. Yeah, Matt Lanter joined us for a hot second. <laughs> it was exciting. Uh, that was great. Yeah. It was great. Hey, Matt. I had to explain to Billy who that was. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's like, why are you so excited? It's just like a white dude. Like, <laughs> which valid question, but like. Well, so I'd watched this episode. I watched the entire season of The Mandalorian before Chris ever got to it. And so we binged them. We did four episodes one night, four episodes another. And like when he came on screen, I was just like looking at Chris. And he's like, what? I'm like, do you know who that is? He goes, no, I don't fucking know who that is. I'm like, that's Anakin Skywalker! <laughs> that's great. I hope yeah. they do more things like that. Yeah, like little fun things for us. Yeah. Less dweebs. Less um, wolves. More, more nerd stuff. Speaking of wolves, um, oh God. Oh God. I guess we have a tracker thing, or like a homing beacon, 
that if you put it on a random ship, <laughs> the, the New Republic will just blow it up. <laughs> yeah, I felt a little weird about that. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna... So, like, everything in the sequel trilogy has led me to believe, and like Star Wars Bloodline, that the New Republic is just a bunch of morons. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> They're all sharing one brain cell in its layers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, Mon had to authorize the attack, and she didn't brain cell that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so, she's just Leia's so like, dumb. do it, blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and Mon has run out of, of of patience for Skywalker bullshit, so she's just like, whatever. It... <laughs> <laughs> so that's when we get uh, Dave Filoni as a X-Wing pilot, along oh. with um, Rick Fumiyama. Is I, am I saying his last name right? Fumiyama. Fumiyama. Fumiyiwa. I, could, I didn't yeah. have it in front of me. Um, and then Deborah Chow, um, which those two I was excited to see. The second I saw Dave Filoni, I went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, really? You ha- Really, Favreau? You just had to put him on screen? We needed to see that? We needed I mean, to also- see his- him be a fucking X-Wing pilot named Trapper Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> I oh hate God. the way Dave Filoni sounds. I hate... <laughs> Whenever he speaks, because he he kind of talks like I don't know I can't do his that's I can't that, that's imitate that's like an actual shiver up my back. So yeah, he sounds, I, he sounds very <laughs> sleazy when he talks. Yeah, and it's really disconcerting. I, I think it. you know I think Filoni was a guy who just happened to work at Lucasfilm and he endeared himself <laughs> to George Lucas. I don't know how. Well, they both they both are actually pretty similar in the way. Yeah, I, I have that. I have that same thing with George Lucas's voice. Whenever time I hear him talk, I'm like, um, it's, I it's, can read it's this like interview. It's like poetry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just like a nerd who worked at Lucasfilm who endeared himself to George Lucas and never expected he'd actually have to give an interview about anything. <laughs> so. I think I think he just kind of walked into Lucasfilm one day, <laughs> and George was like, "You, are I liked a white Avatar." Man. <laughs> You, man with the three wolf moon shirt. <laughs> oh my god. I like your hat. <laughs> you oh, our stupid hat. You know what? Hat, like cowboy looking hats are ruined for me now. Because oh, of yeah. Dave Filoni. Yeah. Wolves, cowboy hats. So put a cowboy hat on a wolf and I want to cry. <laughs> trees are kind of ruined now. Trust trees. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Cut down all the trees. <laughs> Um, X-Wing pilot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what is up with... Okay, I find it very interesting, like, Taika aside, because he does this in absolutely everything that he makes, um, but, like, John Favreau and Dave Filoni love putting themselves in whatever they make, and it's just... I get it. Like, you don't have to pay another actor or whatever, and it's just, like, them having fun, but, like, did you have to have, like, a live-action, like... like role couldn't you have just done a, a voice like, I, yeah. so we didn't have i was about to say i'm shocked we didn't get john favreau but we did he's paz vizsla yeah <laughs> he's gonna play all the vizslas forever oh <laughs> like in all the mandalorian yeah. stuff he had something in his contract that's like all vizslas regardless of gender must be voiced by me <laughs> <laughs> all vizsla all the time oh my god and it's frustrating because like i mm, i don't want to say i i I do like John Favreau as happy. Um, I think that works out really well for him. However, I'm very tired of John Favreau putting himself in everything. <laughs> yeah, 
same for him and Dave Filoni. Although I'm not getting tired of it when Taika does it. I wonder no, why. No, Taika can be in everything for the rest of his life. He can be Hitler. <laughs> he can be a, a kill droid or a yeah. nurse droid, whatever he wants. Because Taika is actually, you know, really, really good. Really good. Yeah. 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 Um, have you all seen the TV show, What We Do in the Shadows? No. Okay, it's really good. You should watch it. Um, and then Taika shows up at one point, and I, like, lost my shit. Because I was like, it's Taika! So, Taika can be at everything. Yes, he can. <laughs> so, any other thoughts, feelings, or concerns about episode six? Um, I did like the, uh, ending. Where mm. it's established that he just kind of talks to the baby now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that was a bad idea. And As also if the how... baby was like, yeah, let's do it! <laughs> and also how he just... You know, he went, the whole saga of the stick shift ball thing, mm-hmm. where the baby was reaching for it, and he was like, it's not a toy, and then he gave it to him at the end of episode three, and now he just gets in the ship and automatically unscrews it and hands it to him. <laughs> so cute. I also uh, really love the moment where, like, the baby's, like, reaching out to, like, oh, yeah. do some shit, force, <laughs> crazy force shit, and then he, like, a blast comes through, and he kind of looks at his hand like, was that me? <laughs> like, that? So, Dad, look what I did! <laughs> so cute. Uh, yes. And you know Mando I... would be like, good job, buddy! Yep. <laughs> good killing. I... You did it! If nothing else from these episodes that I don't particularly like, like, uh, I mean, like, this one was okay. Um, but, ep- like, episodes like episode five, um, I do love Oof. to get to see the growing progression of the relationship between Baby and Mando. Yeah. I think, like... <sighs> The entire time I was watching this episode, I'm like, where's Kara? Because if she was here, none of this would be happening. <laughs> You're so oh, right. Yeah. I think it's weird, too, because... Okay, so I have another podcast where I cover Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on the same network as Skyhoppers. You should go listen to both of these podcasts. <laughs> um, but we, me and Jared, um, my co-host on that show, we talk a lot about how... Because um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. follows like the like network model of like 22 episodes per season. They're like really long seasons. There's a lot of room for what people would call like filler episodes. But in all of the filler episodes, it's like a lot of character development. And it's really important to like establishing like um, different relationships between different characters maybe just like highlighting like origin stories and emotional responses to things stuff like that they're all important and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a little weird watching a show that only has eight episodes do stuff like that because I'm like wait like I mean I feel like this season over I mean we're going to get to this eventually but I feel like this season overall does a good job of like kind of wrapping things up by episode Mm -hmm. eight but I was kind of like but it's only eight episodes like Maybe if you made them, like, an hour and a half long each, like, I would feel more comfortable with having episodes, like, episode six, but I don't know. <laughs> it really it really kind of surprises me just how episodic it ended up actually being. It's a, it's a live-action Saturday morning, basically. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I really actually like that, as opposed to, like, the Game of Thrones model, Game of Thrones yeah. UGG, but, you know, like, how there's this massive overarching thing that encompasses every season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. like that you can have an episode where Mando just has to go get money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I would appreciate it more if we did have more of that character development, though. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, we definitely get to see it. Like, Mando very much so, like, becomes daddy throughout <laughs> these, these, um... <laughs> I'm really writing the blindfolded fic in my head right now. So, um, 
You're welcome, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. Um, but, like, you do see some of that progression. I just think I would have appreciated more of, like, I don't know. I think, like, it, it does say a lot that I think the best episodes of this season are the ones where everything comes together, which is seven yeah. and eight. Yeah. You know? Yes, yeah. I agree. Ten out of ten. What was, what was the other episode that Deborah Chow directed? Is that three? Uh, three. Three. I liked that episode as well. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, I had something else I was going to say. Oh, oh, I think my issue with, like, the character development stuff in this show, and, I mean, this is, like, the first season of the first ever live action star wars so it's gonna have growing pains like i'm okay with that but like it's a dude in a mask who is very good at act like physical acting like i'm not gonna like just diminish that at all but also it's like him in a puppet (laughs) like (laughs) most of these like like these kind of like quote filler episodes or just like episodic episodes um and I think we're just, like, not, like, like you said, Ash, like, we're used to this, like, HBO, like, mm-hmm. Netflix, like, short seasons, everything means something type of thing, like, and I really enjoy that stuff, and I think we're just, like, not used to this, and so we're, like, relearning yeah. how to just sit and enjoy something that's, like, silly and yeah. doesn't, like, lead somewhere necessarily. It's like watching Lego Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it, feels, <laughs> it feels oddly Star Wars, though. It yeah. Does. Oh, yeah. There's something about it that just, even though it is so far removed from pretty much anything besides the Baby Yoda, I I understand that this is going to sound really dumb in a second. It is very far <laughs> from things in Star Wars that we know. Also, <laughs> fat. Never mind. This is a dumb point. I'm going <laughs> to. Well, if we're if we're ending speaking, it's very different there. If you if you only watched up to episode six, like your point stands. <laughs> so, like... It's very it's it's different in the thing that it's trying to say. Yeah. Oh Because yeah. it's it's not necessarily about fighting an evil empire or any. I mean, they're fighting the empire, but that's not the point. They're only fighting the empire right. so the baby can stop being hunted. It's really about like a dad and his green bean child. <laughs> And his cool, fun Aunt Kara. Like, and Greece, yes. and Apollo Creed is occasionally there. <laughs> Sometimes a family can be a man in a helmet, a green bean child, an ass-kicking woman, and Apollo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I will say so, that five and six were my least favorite. I of, agree. Of the thing, of the whole oh, show. Hard same. Anything that Dave Filoni touched, I hate. <laughs> so episode one as well? <laughs> yeah. Episode one was fine. It was okay. very Dave Filoni. Yeah. So episode seven, that was titled, um, The Reckoning. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was that one or the other one that was called Redemption or The Reckoning. <laughs> this one is the reckoning and we get um mando putting the band back together because he gets a message from grief and is like he's like hey uh you scratch my back i scratch yours we kill this we kill werner herzog um and then you're wiped clean from the guild we won't touch the baby anymore and not mando's a trap like, at all no not a trap mando's like i guess i have to do it my hands are tied <laughs> So he gets the band back together. He's been, like, chased across the galaxy by bounty hunters on the daily. I think he's probably, he's just like, I just want to rest. 
Yeah. I just want <laughs> me and my green bean to be okay. <laughs> we want to go to the beach. Like, we've been trying to plan this beach vacation. I just <laughs> I just want to take him on a vacation like he deserves. We want to go to Disneyland. We like, want to go on. to Disneyland. We want to go to Batu. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get him some fruit gummies. Like, I want, he deserves fruit gummy. Mmm. <laughs> So uh, he goes back to get Kara, and Kara is kicking the motherfucking ass. I fucking and loved those uh, scenes. <laughs> I love. So Kara Dune was written for G- Gina Carano, right? God Gina Car- bless. Oh Gina yeah. Gina Carano's an MMA fighter, so I figured we would get something like this. Yeah. And this is the scene where it became so obvious that the role was written for Gina Carano, and I don't think it could work for really anybody else. No. no. Because she she makes such a convincing. Fight like you, you, you feel you really feel that she can kick your ass because I've seen her kick multiple people's asses. Yeah. yeah, and I think she knows how to put on a show as a fighter as yeah. well. Like she has like that that fighter persona anyway. So like even if she wasn't an actress, like I feel like she could do this and yeah. it's fucking great. <laughs> I too would like Gina Car- Gina Carano to crush me. Also, what's up with their little belt things that they're, like, stuck together? They have to, like, fight or their belts stay on forever? Like, what's going on? No, I think (laughs) they're, they're weird. I I feel like it's, like, a little, like, it hurts if you touch them. Oh. I don't know. I feel like that could go into your fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) We're writing it on the spot! (laughs) So, I mean, she she was definitely hitting on that girl who gave her money. Oh, she was. Oh, yeah. Thanks. She so was. Even I caught that. (laughs) You? I know, right? Yes. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's Uh. flirting. (laughs) (laughs) So Amanda's trying to get Kara to join him, and she's like, no, thank you. I don't want my chain code to be run. And he's like, yeah, but we're going up against the Empire. And she's like, fucking count me in, baby. Um... (laughs) They have a conversation about how the baby can totally take care of himself. He's not a baby. It's fine. And then the baby's like, oh, fuck this ship. His little head uh, down. <laughs> He's so good. Chaos green bean. I was wondering if maybe baby was doing it on purpose because he knew it was going to be a trap. Like he felt it in the force oh. that this was either going, this could end very badly. That was the and vibe he, I got from it. That's that's what I thought too, and that's why he's like, "I'm gonna fuck up this ship." <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad idea. As if he was like, "I am a baby and can go against two full-grown people, one wearing Beskar and the other is Gina Carano." <laughs> I mean, he probably could. To be yeah, fair. you're right. We see later in the episode that he can totally take care of Gina Carano at least. Good lord. Oh, um. Oh. How do you parent a child like this? Like, they throw a tantrum and they blow up your ship? Like, what do you do? <laughs> this is what I'm excited for. Active ignoring, <laughs> Jess. Uh, Abby, we need you to, like, psychology this child. Okay. Tell us how to raise it. <laughs> okay. I was psychologying uh, Tross earlier today. And mm. I was enjoying it. Maybe I'll have to, like, I don't know, write something about it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, maybe the baby can't take care of himself. <laughs> somebody's going to call child protective services on us uh and so they go back they're like man was like i have an idea of somebody and i thought it was going to be um kelly yeah i thought it was going to be her but it's quill quill i love quill 
Wheels and great. this is when we find out that he has re- reprogrammed IG-11 to be a T-serving droid. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very, very lovely. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like... I do love this idea that, like, if anybody comes to mess with Quill, right? He's got an IG. He's got a <coughs> fucking IG. But all it knows how to do is make tea. <laughs> it, just, it just stands there and says threatening things. But if there was tea? any actual threat of violence, it'd be like, Master, I don't know what to do. Should I throw the teapot at it? Like, <laughs> Yes. Oh, my God. Amazing. So them and the Blurgs go, uh, and basically it was supposed to be a what's it called what's it called when you betray somebody what a betrayal like... <laughs> <laughs> double crossing double crossing <laughs> <laughs> ash i'm so glad that you said that cuz that's totally what i was thinking but i was like i'm not going to say that my my filter is apparently completely gone today no it was fair i asked a dumb question <laughs> Um, um, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Sorry, <laughs> I wanted. Feel like I'm being kind of an asshole to you. Today. No, I love it. Please, that's what we do here. <laughs> but yeah, they make a plan, and Werner Herzog says, "I want to see the baby," and we're all like, "Me too, buddy." And anyway, Moff Gideon comes and shoots them all, and is like, "I'm Moff Gideon," and they're all like, "Wait, does it?" Before you continue, doesn't um. Werner Herzog have a great line about libations. Yes. Also, like, also, oh fuck. We're we gonna talk about um, baby Yiddle force choking Kara. Mm. Oh <laughs> yes. And how Gina Carano apparently passed out twice when filming that. Oh my god. Wait, what? That's what she tweeted. <laughs> I saw that. <clears throat> Can add that to my. Fix. Okay, please tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was just, it was, she had, she quote tweeted somebody and said, like, fun fact, I passed out twice doing that scene. And that was about it. <laughs> she offered no other content. All right. I was like, how? <laughs> she probably just had to, like, act strained. And the, yeah. they probably just filmed it over and over again. And the blood rushed her face. And she passed. Like, I passed out the other day because I locked my knees. That doesn't really <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I pat- here's here's a story. I passed out in a Joanne's fabric. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> um oh yeah, baby baby force heals uh grief, which I thought was interesting that that happened before Tross came out. Oh yeah. It was like setting the precedent of force yeah. healing being a thing. Because if a baby does it, it's fine. But if Ray did it, oh god. <laughs> we didn't watch this episode until after Rise of Skywalker, so I was like, oh, I guess that we should have watched it before. Whatever. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, do you think that they did that just so people wouldn't be angry when Ray did it in Tross? Well, too bad because the people were angry anyway. <laughs> <laughs> have they met the fandom? <sighs> Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> right? But uh, Grief falls in love with the baby because of this, and it's like you didn't fall in love with it like when you looked at it. Doesn't he like pick him up after, and he's like, oh, sweet <laughs> baby. Wait, child. <laughs> I do kind of like that everybody who comes into contact with Baby Yoda <laughs> is kind of immediately like, I must protect this child. And it's like... <laughs> I mean, for like, even, like, I feel the same Even way. Kara, who's like, I don't do the baby thing. 
she, imme- <laughs> she immediately goes right up to the baby thing to like, oh, let me rub <laughs> your little ears. Oh, yes. I love that. I want to do that. I know you <laughs> I know you force choked me, but your dad just told me to protect you, so I'm going to do it, dang it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Uh, all the blurgs die, and it makes uh, me sad. Oh, that upset yeah. me so much. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> like, this, the entire end of this episode upset yeah. me. Like, the last, like, 15 minutes. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I, I need, <laughs> there's two, there's more than a week until we get the next episode. I don't like yeah. it. So let's go into the next episode. Uh, episode eight, the Red Dead Redemption. We're, we're we're left on a cliffhanger with Quill laying face down in the fucking desert, and the baby gets taken away. Taking a nap. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> a nap of death. <laughs> He's not cut in half. He didn't get thrown down a a fucking like chamber like he didn't get burnt to a crisp so no and he didn't get heated down a canyon which is the most graphic thing i've ever seen in a star Wars. so who got yeeted down a canyon kylo ren oh oh (laughs) (laughs) ash you are asking all the questions (laughs) that i have tonight thank you for being here (laughs) like wow Wait, I thought he died because he kissed a lesbian. <laughs> that is why he died. But him fall going being oh, oh, yeeted oh, okay. down this hole was Kylo apparently Sol. the most the whole traumatic thing that people have seen in Star Wars. <sighs> just we literally <laughs> talked about this in our last episode. I just had like half a jar of tequila. So <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> anyway, the Red Dead Re- Red Dead Redemption Starring Jason Sudeikis as a dick. Oh, I hate them. It, I, I, I have never they cracked been, me up. I've never been so angry at a stormtrooper. Oh, same. You know, like stormtroopers have done some pretty shitty things, but like I, the the rage I was feeling for they on a fictional baby. character's behalf, I was like, what is wrong with me? They <laughs> like, hit the baby so many. They like times. punched the baby really hard. I was hoping that the baby would force choke them. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. But then. Or like light them on fire yeah. or something. Hell yeah! <gasps> oh, I just I'm had just a hearing great one thought. solo in my back going. That's not how the. F- <laughs> <laughs> I just had a great idea. No one steal it because I want to do it. Is so IG11 comes and protect to protect the baby because now he's also an anti droid, uh, and then fucking <laughs> just rides into town with Baby Yoda, like not giving a fuck. On a speeder and like shooting people down. I want that, but um, fuck. Why can't I remember what it's called? Oh no! Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> immigrant song. I want immigrant song to play uh. over that. I'm so dumb tonight. <laughs> I, I like this idea, especially, like, when he goes into... I mean, but I really like the music when he's, like, yeah, in battle. Know, but, like, too. just imagine... Ah! Maybe we could have, like, a... Maybe we could have a mashup of Immigrant Song and, like, whatever the music yeah. was that was playing. Also, it works because it's like this. Baby Yoda has never yeah. looked happier. I know! Oh, my God. <laughs> like, wait! His little mouth and his little teeth. <laughs> so Yay! We're going to see Dad! <laughs> we're going to go get Dad! <laughs> Oh no, Dad shot in the head! (laughs) Gina Carano and the big gun. Who? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Who? 
Gina Carano could do a lot of things with me with the big listen, gun, if you know what I'm saying. Listen, I'm pretty straight, but Gina Carano with a big gun. <laughs> that was a scream of sexual frustration, let me just say. <laughs> <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> Abby, are you just trying to like turn everyone gay that comes on this podcast? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> this is the gay agenda. Was I not clear about this? I mean, I just figured out what flirting is, so <laughs> it might take a while. <laughs> Everybody else picked up on it. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> How does it feel to be straight? Uh, I feel dumb. <laughs> um, I feel like this is a good time to talk about a little bit about IG-11's scene with Mando. Because, uh, oh wait, we got the baby holding back the fire. That first. Yeah, we also got we oh, also yeah, got was... the reveal of Mando's name. Oh fuck! I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Cara Dune's origin. Okay, so um... his name is Din Djarin, and it's spelled so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I have sub. I saw I'm hard of hearing, so I always have titles on. And I looked at it, and I had to pause and go, "That's not how that's spelled, is it?" <laughs> Din Djarin. <laughs> Din Djarin. <laughs> I mean, it is a Western. <laughs> like, yeah. It's spelled like uh, oh like God. Django, like Django Unchained, which is also technically a Western. This is true. There Maybe there is a, a, a theme going on here. It's a Western in space. I don't know. The spaghetti, <laughs> or the Western fettuccine. Fettuccine no, Western. Is that what we said? Because we didn't know what a spaghetti Western yeah. was. <laughs> fettuccine <laughs> Western? Yeah. <laughs> it's a new thing. New thing. I, I, cr- <laughs> I came genre. up with it. No one take it. <laughs> I don't think anybody takes it. Even, even more Italian spaghetti western. <laughs> is Gina Carano Italian? Oh. Gina Carano is. is Italian. Uh-huh. Is Dickaloni Italian? I don't. Oh, I hope not. Care. I don't really want to. I don't really want to say I'm the. Is Dave Filoni a person? <laughs> no, he's a wolf. Gina Carano, though, you know, we're we're both Italian. We're both broad-shouldered. Oh. You know. Wow. I'm gonna. <laughs> Ash is gonna steal my girl. <laughs> cool. Ash, I'm learning so many things about you tonight. <laughs> that I'm broad-shouldered and Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is where Moff Gideon is like, I know all of your names. Din Djurn and Kara <laughs> Cynthia Dune of Alderaan. Ooh. She's from Alderaan. No wonder she hates Imperials. So and much. suddenly everything kind of makes oh sense. Oh my god, yes. Oh yeah. <gasps> okay, so I was thinking about this. So it's explained in the Princess Leia comics that the Alderanian people kind of told her that they didn't want her to be their leader anymore. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, they didn't really want her to be their princess in anything but name. Um, and Leia was kind of also like, okay, I get it. And she was also part of the rebellion, so she's like, I don't have time to lead a country of nothing. <laughs> um, of, of landless people. Yeah. Of, <laughs> all, you know, Alderanians, Alderaan is a place, is not a place, it's a people. Um, but I'm wondering if, like, then I made the connections of, like, oh, my God, what if Kara was assigned to, like, helping protect Leia? And she was just like, no, 
Oh. Because all the other aliens, they didn't, like, turn against her. It's just they were, I think a lot of them held resentment towards her because she was on the Death Star when Alderaan was blown up. And kind of the reason it was blown up. I was about to say, (laughs) if they could kind of spin it and be like, it's your fault. You got captured. It's your fault that Alderaan's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that was going to happen anyway. Right. Um, If Leia didn't do what she did, but. Right. Ooh, I like this. This is a book. They should write this book. This is a book! (laughs) Yes. When so. you can ha- and you can have a book where like that explains this history and then Kara and Leia are kind of forced to go on an adventure together and they become yes. friends by the end of it. Or lovers. They are... That one too. <laughs> they are enemies to lovers. <laughs> Listen, Leia had to have some fun before she settled for Han. <laughs> Imagine settling for Harrison. Like that's how good her options were. Right? It was either him or Prince Isildur. <laughs> <laughs> nice courtship of Princess Leia reference. Thank you. Oh, God. Thank you very much. I bought my copy of Crystal Star. Oh, uh, I'm proud. It should I'm be proud. here I by have... Wednesday. <laughs> I, I have uh... no idea what you guys are talking about, and I'm really happy. Jess is not a Rogue Pod <laughs> no. fan. Jess is a I fake just... fan. I just don't like all the weird EU books, so I can't do it. It's fair. <laughs> I, I listen to you year. guys, I have no idea what you guys are talking about, and it's a great time. But I'm like, I don't know this book. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I was playing Mario Kart with Danny and Emma on New Year's Eve, and I made some offhanded comment about how I have listened to every single Rogue Padron episode, except for the first one, because I can't sit through it. And <laughs> Danny goes, you're joking. And I say, no. I spent this year going from the first book all the way until now. I have never read a single EU book in my life, but I know what happens in the X-Wing books. Right? (laughs) That's how I feel. So now I'm really excited to read Crystal Star with y'all, because then it feels like I'm going on an adventure, too. Oh, that excitement is soon going to go away, but... um... (laughs) Well, if I get the wrong book like Meg did... (laughs) Oh, that was such a rogue pod thing to happen to Meg. Poor Meg. Christ. Anyways, this is about Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Not the EU. <laughs> no. I just love that they... Because you don't really, like, see people from Alderaan anymore. It's not no. like a story. And there's such a story there. I know hey. in, like, the comics with the Vaughn and stuff like that that they expanded on that. But I, I like this idea of Kara being from Alderaan. Because suddenly everything kind of makes sense why she hates the Empire so much. Yeah, like what? Why she's willing to like drop everything as soon as he yeah. says empire? Yeah. She's like, oh, and, like why she has a starboard like... tattoo? <laughs> yeah, and like why she might have left the new republic? Like my head cannon was like they probably asked her to defend somebody or protect somebody mm-hmm. that had only defected after the empire. Ooh, you know, went away and only really defected mm. for political reasons, and they knew and he was too valuable, or they were too valuable for the public to actually like yeah. arrest them for anything. Oh shit. I want Cara Dune to interact with Alphabet Squadron. Oh. I want her to interact with Inferno oh, Squad and Alphabet Squadron. Yes! Oh, oh, shit! Oh, I want Cara oh, Dune fuck. in everything till the end of time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
I'm going to make so many rare pairs in my head with Kara. <laughs> Kara and... Uh, all of Alphabet Squadron. All of the entirety of Alphabet Squadron, except for Will. Will is gay. Uh, yes. Kara He's and... also a and child. What's, what's her name? Erica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my Ooh. new ship. That's a rare pair. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got people on the Bodhi and look and look Bodhi and Luke train, so I can do mm-hmm. this too. I like how I was trying to tweet something like sentimental on the pod account, <laughs> like when I was like high one night, and then you're like, "Oh, Bodhi's banging Luke," and I'm like, "Motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> really? Also, my favorite Bodhi Luke fanfic posted their sequel. <gasps> oh shit! I'm so excited. <laughs> But anyways, also, we should talk about the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> it's not every day we get Ash on Last Beautiful Town. We have no. to take advantage of this time. <laughs> yeah. Can I also just say, I don't know if I should be a sh- but uh, this is how I feel about this, so this is <laughs> where I'm at, I guess. I kind of ship Kara and Mando. I want. I think that's a lot. I want them to bang at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm cool if it never goes in that direction, but, like, in episode eight, where Mando was literally dying and she refuses to be behind, I'm like, damn, how can I not kind of ship this? Yeah, I wasn't really behind, like, I mean, I was, like, kind of whatever, and I saw you tweeting about it, and then, like, episode seven and eight, I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, she was going to be, like, okay. the single mother to their parenting duo, <laughs> like, if something happened to him, so, like, it, they're at least co-parents, you know? I can't, I can't tell if she's going to be Mama Kara or fun lesbian Aunt Kara. I think she's going to be fun lesbian vodka Aunt Kara. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> she's I'm not fine. a wine aunt. She is a vodka aunt. <laughs> she's the one who takes Baby Yoda out yeah. to, get in a, to, to drink tequila and get in a fist fight. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do the hand thing. Do the hand thing. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers oh. is acting with a puppet. In Star Wars, <laughs> and he literally said that on camera, and they put it out and actually made it canon. Like, what the hell universe are we Carl living in? Carl Weathers is having the fucking time of his life. What universe are we living in? I'm it's so great. excited for him. <laughs> Come on, baby, do the magic hands. <laughs> oh, him and Werner Herzog are just, like, so ecstatic just to be here. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't hear the do the magic hand thing the first time. Right, mm-hmm. I didn't hear it correctly the first time through. I had to rewind it and look at the subtitles. I'm like, God damn, that is exactly what he said. I'm not. <laughs> Sometimes when you're hard of hearing, you like put words in <laughs> where you think they might be. But can we can we pause and say how shit the subtitles are on Disney? Oh yeah, Plus? they're terrible. <gasps> Absolutely terrible. I hate... They're not as bad as Netflix. Netflix Why do you hate is dis- awful. Why do you hate disabled people, Disney? Right? Come on, right. It's so bad. They're out of sync about 95% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so Baby Yoda holds off fire. <gasps> and it's rad as hell, and I love him. That shot is also, beautiful. Like, yes, be- it is. Before this, when Kara's like, I'm not going to leave you behind, Yiddle puts his hand on Mando's foot. Ah! I never Dad. noticed that. Dad. Yiddle. Um, Dad, but, you uh, never got me full gummy. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is so sad. Auntie Kara oh. said she'll give me vodka food. Oh my god. <laughs> Auntie Kara said she'll give me something called a jello shot. What is that? <laughs> Auntie Kara said this is a special gummy. Yeah. <laughs> like the kind that Jess gave. <laughs> I can say that it's legal here now. Yay! 
<laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Illinois. Thank you. We're doing swell. Also, Illinois is doing very good at, like, trying to do, like, reparations on yeah. all the the imprisoned people who were imprisoned yep. for uh, weed possession. Good job. Yep. California is A lot not... of the tax money is going towards that. Good. California needs to learn from this. They're being mm-hmm. slow. That'd be a great thing that we could talk about in an extra episode for some extra content. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that down on the list. Weed... <laughs> reparations <laughs> and, anyway, and, and about food the gummies. I imagine I imagine the lousy beautiful t- town like extra episode list is like just it's just you know like a serial killer note letters <laughs> <laughs> from magazines like hot women, hot women weed brownies like, <laughs> hot women eating weed brownies <laughs> most chaotic we've been in a while yeah it's been a while we've had to talk about like serious Ugh. shit <laughs> i bring all the chaotic energy of real content <laughs> it's great oh so i feel <laughs> mandalorian i know but what part what part are we at i'm trying to get there oh, sorry go ahead <laughs> anyway carl weathers loves ig units and then everybody goes to the underground to to find the other Mandalorians to get off the planet. And Mando's like, leave me. I can't make it. And then IG-11's like, I'm going to heal you. And he's like, no, take my helmet off and I'll kill you. And he's like, no, I'm going to do it. And then Mando's like, no, no other living being has seen me without my helmet since I took the creed. Um, oh, we didn't talk about that yet. We'll talk about that later. Um... <laughs> I have it as an actual bullet point, oh, good. so okay, we'll talk about it later. Um, and IG-11 goes, but I'm not a living being, and then takes his helmet off, and it's fucking Pedro Pascal! <laughs> was anybody else surprised? I was. I, I saw him take the helmet off, and I looked away. I was like, I'm not supposed to be seeing this. Are you a living being? Don't look. <laughs> I kind of just wanted it to like cut to black with like the it's always sunny in Philadelphia text or whatever like fine and it's like you can't see the thing thing and then immediately cuts back when he puts the helmet back on. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh lord. We were building to this point but also droid writes what the fuck Star yeah. Wars like. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're- I do I and later in the episode, Mando's like, when IG-11 is about to blow himself up, he's like, but you'll die. So he clearly, I think it's just a loop, I think it was Meg who said, it's like a loophole they can both work with. I guess so, mm-hmm. yeah. Mando like, didn't really want to die, he's like, okay, fine, just take it off. <laughs> I need to be with my son. He's like, uh, technicality, I guess, sure, whatever, that works for me, I can sleep <laughs> at night with that. Let me just spray <laughs> some, like, back teen on your head, you'll be fine in a few hours, like, oh magic Star Wars healthcare. Did anybody else see the stupid article about how episode five fixes the uh, plot hole in Mando? My my Skyhopper's co-host like screenshotted that article and he's like, it's fucking Bacta and it's not a plot hole. There was a whole there was fucking a- war about Bacta. <laughs> Wait, there was an article about this? Yes! Yeah, it, was like, it was like how the Empire Strikes Back explains this Mandalorian plot hole. Just like I put backed on your head, so you're healed now. 
Like that's the plot hole, I guess. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm. I was. I've never been like. I'm a Star Wars nerd. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> in, until in, then. In, in, in Lego Star Wars, uh, the New Yoda Chronicles, when Palpatine's like, "We're going to Wookiee World," and Darth Vader's like, "Um, it's actually called Kashyyyk." <laughs> like, I've never really been that way until now. <laughs> It's fucking back to you dumbass whores. <laughs> That's an episode title. Yes, I am writing that down, don't worry. <laughs> Perfect. That should have been the title of that fucking article. <laughs> That's my rebuttal article. <laughs> and that's it. It's just I'm gonna us. Ri- it's back I'm, I'm, I'm going to write uh, a But Why Though article that's like explaining Mandalorian plot holes. And the entire article is just going to be, it's fucking back to you dumbass whores, all caps, with <laughs> everything spelled wrong with like 16 exclamation points. Be like, Kate, don't change this. I'm going to like, Kate, perfect. edit this. <laughs> it doesn't need to be edited, it's perfect. I can hear Lizzie yelling at me already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lizzie, if you're listening. Hi, Lizzie. Hi. Hi, Kate. Hi, Lizzie. <laughs> Oh my god, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, so they go into the sewers and they find that all of the Mandos are gone except for the Armorer! And it's really sad. Oh yeah, um, it's real sad. And Din gets some jetpack and some other stuff. For a second I was like, and- who's Din? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, we're referring to the Mando? And like, His Mando! That makes me uncomfortable. His name is Mando, Abby. <laughs> like, Sorry! <laughs> Oh yeah, at some point Mando gave uh, Kara the the Mythosaur necklace and was like, "Here, this will get you in." Like yeah, a I secret do, club. I do really have to appreciate that Kara, like, she barely knows this guy by pretty much every metric, and her, her, his son tried to force choke her, but she's still like, "You're my best friend in the entire world, and I'm not gonna let you die." Also, okay, if you want to die, I'm gonna respect that because I respect your culture. <laughs> everybody, everybody was trying to take Mando's helmet off except for Kara. And when Kara tried to take it off and he stopped her, she was like, okay. And the only reason she wanted to take it off is because she wanted to save his life. And Kara's just so cool. She immediately is so endeared to this idiot in his green bean that she's like, I'm not leaving you behind. Okay, you want me to take care of your son? Sure, I'll do that. I can be a single mom now. That's cool. Like... The way you were talking about it, like, this is my best friend right now. Like, it reminded me of that one scene in, in Parks and Rec with Billy Eichner's character. This is my friend, and she drove me here. <laughs> this is Kara. She's amazing, and she drove, drove me here. <laughs> oh, So Mando and Baby get their sigil, and it's a mudhorn skull. And they are now a clan of two, clan of because two. in accordance with the creed, uh, it's a foundling. Baby's a foundling, and so and he, Mando... He is as its father. <laughs> so Mando either has to train it, which apparently would kill it. Uh, I think he would be fine. <laughs> I, uh, cool. I want Baby with a little Mandalorian helmet. Oh, with little things for his ears. Yeah, yes. little slots cut out for his ears. Yes. Um, and, or, he has to bring it back to his people. And I don't want that. Because the way they I... were talking about his people is they were talking about the Jedi. And I'm like, no. Unless you bring this boy to Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I think what we're going to learn is that the Mandalorian is his people. Mm-hmm. 
I think he maybe we might people. I think we maybe might see Luke's Jedi Temple pasty, but I think the point is gonna be that the Mandalorian is its family, not mm-hmm. the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I mean, Star Which Wars it- is about found family. <sighs> I fucking love Star Wars. And it ties back into that Mandalorian isn't a race, it's a creed thing. Oh, yeah. And, like, the, the Mandalorian Can culture being so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm here all Oh, week. thanks for that. I'm um, on my uh, second giant glass of wine. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm all about, like seeing Luke's Jedi Temple, but Mando being like, actually, y'all are not th- all that great. Y'all seem like you're gonna completely collapse in a few <laughs> he years. Takes one look, he takes one look like, at Kylo Ren. He's like, nope, we're leaving. <laughs> no, Ben is like three or four at this point. Yep. He goes, no, that toddler's evil. <laughs> Don't like the way he looks. Bad vi- I'm getting some bad vibes from this place. Let's go. Like, <laughs> I don't like the look of this toddler. Or Baby Yoda's like, Dad, this is not good. No, no, get back in the ship. I don't like this weird-looking child. <laughs> oh, God. So they go <laughs> to the lava place oh, wait. it smells like eggs. You didn't talk about oh. how the fucking, what's her name, the armorer, like, killed, That's like... That's what I was gonna get to! Oh, I thought you were skipping that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> they leave... And then the stormtroopers come apart, come across the armorer, and she's just, like, kneeling down with her armoring tools, and she beats the shit out of them. I literally said when we were watching this, me and Billy, I was like, oh, no, she's going to die. And then after that scene was finished, Billy's like, I think she's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> she melts a dude. Oh, my God. That was brutal. That was so badass. <laughs> I loved. She kicks everybody at. She kicks everybody's ass with blacksmithing tools. I'm like, there's right. there's never been a more me Star Wars character or a Star Wars character yes. I aspire to be. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm a woodworker, but same difference. <laughs> <laughs> you can kill somebody with your whittle. <laughs> um, I loved the sound of the cracks of the helmets. Oh, yeah. It reminded oh. me of something very satisfying. It reminded me that. of Rogue One. I love that shit. Love that shit. That's a great scene. So they get to the lava river because they smell eggs. Um, or rotten eggs. That's Wait, is that really what happens? Smells like. like, is that... Yeah, they, got, they follow down the thing because Grief makes a offhand a comment about if you start to smell sulfur, we're by the lava. So sulfur and... is a canon element in the Star Wars universe. Yes. Okay. Spisulfur. <laughs> Because <laughs> it has to be just a little Sul- bit different. Spulfur. <laughs> spulfur. <laughs> if you smell the Faith. scent of spulfur. <laughs> uh, I bet you there's a Wikipedia page about sulfur now. There's one on uh, fucking ducks, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> there was one on breasts. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so... I'm, actually looking, I'm actually looking up if there's a Wikipedia page on Good. We have wolves, we have cats, we have sulfur, <laughs> and ducks. Ducks? Do you, do you uh, know the story of why ducks are on Wikipedia? No. There's ducks in the background of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> in Naboo. <laughs> so they had to put ducks in Wikipedia. But they didn't, like, like, green screen out. <laughs> so ducks is a page on Wikipedia. Just, like, normal ducks. 
Just ducks, yeah. They didn't make like the, the duck equivalent of, of uh, a puffin. <laughs> like, no. Like, oh Les my Jedi. god. That's hilarious. That's amazing. I love it. I love Star Wars. It's so fucking stupid. Speaking of Star Wars being so fucking stupid, can we talk about this droid? <laughs> this gondola droid? The, the lava like, gondola droid. <laughs> right, he's like, he's the weirdest looking thing ever. I hate it. It is like a bat out of hell, and he's like rowing and being like, "This is the night." Literally, bat out of hell. Like he is, like yeah. rowing down the river of hell. <laughs> like, I, but like, he's so I, weird. The, the amount of time it took me to go from oh an R two unit to oh god, kill it. Yes. <laughs> it's a monstrosity. Why did it have to be so big? Why so big? Why does it have legs? It doesn't need legs to row. Like it just no. needs arms, and even that's weird. <laughs> You know, you know that was fucking Taika Waititi going. Wouldn't this be funny? <laughs> arms and legs to an R two. And Dave Filoni's like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> like whatever, yeah. give him what he wants. Sure, we can do that. Oh God. Oh, kind of like no. George, but a little further back in your throat and a little more uh, vocal fry. <laughs> I hate that you've analyzed his voice patterns. Continue. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh. you. Oh my God. <laughs> We can't fight like that in front of Ash. I'm feeling very uncomfortable. (laughs) Not in front of the children. (laughs) So, basically, Mando is able to heat signature that there's stormtroopers waiting for them. Which, they're in a river of lava, and yet his heat signature map is working somehow. We we have precedence for that. Oh, do we? In Battlefront 2. Well, I haven't played that, so that's why I don't know about this. Well, <laughs> so Lando, me, Lando has it on his gun. Wait, Lando is um, in Battlefront 2? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. You get to play as Lando. <gasps> <laughs> oh, shit. You get to play as Luke, Leia, Lando, and Han. I didn't know that. I just thought it was... Yeah. Yeah. Is that on, yeah, and it's on sale? They're, it right now. they're on... Um, PlayStation... Ash, what's the planet that they're on? What what planet? Lashriv. Sol- Solist. Solist. They're on Solist, and there's lava there. So, yeah, Solist is a lava planet. So, ha 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 Fucking Star Wars noob. <laughs> um, and they realize there's no way out, so IG-11's like, I will initiate self-destruct. And Mando's like, wait, I like you now. You can't do this to me. It's very hard for me to make friends. Uh, I have one. Do you see Kara Cynthia Dune here? She is my one friend. (laughs) And Grief's like, what the fuck? And and Mando's like, Grief's all right, but, you know, we... We'd probably ditch him if the need arise. At this point, it's like Kara, a little bit of space, IG, like a whole lot of space, and then Grief. (laughs) So... They have this back and forth, and IG is like, this is, I have to protect. I have to protect my friends, and I have to protect baby. And so, IG-11 just straight up walks through the lava, like he's fucking Jesus or something. Which, again, uh, you know, fuck? Jesus the man who walks through lava. <laughs> That's the title. I would have put it past him. You never know. That's his, like, 18th miracle that we don't talk about. <laughs> It's in the secret chapter of the Bible. <laughs> I work at a church. I'm going to do so much. That's why, that's why it's funny. <laughs> it's like, 
It's like the time on Skyhoppers where we were talking about how basically the Falcon getting in the space worm is like Jonah and the Whale. And I said, oh yeah, it's from the mystery Bible, Han chapter 3, verse 16. <laughs> I like that riff on John 316. <laughs> oh Beautiful job, Ash. Oh my god. <laughs> so IG goes and self-destructs. It destroys all the stormtroopers. They get out of the lava gondola. <laughs> and fucking Moff Gideon is in a TIE fighter and he's coming and he's going pew 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 and they're trying to go pew 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 and it's not working says Kara um, and so Mando despite the armorer telling him that you have to like <laughs> build a trust with we all knew this was pack. coming <laughs> you have to have a deep emotional relationship with your jetpack you see it's so weird What what is more emotional than a near death experience come on <laughs> Right? Shared trauma. <laughs> that is really what bonds us all. Um, and so Mando puts it on and goes after Grief is able, or Grief, <laughs> goes after Gideon. I mean, <laughs> and they have both G names. Um, he goes after Gideon and blows up one of his wings and Gideon goes down and we're all like, oh, ha ha, he's dead. Except we're all like, he's not dead. Um... <laughs> And Kara and Grief bring Baby back to Mando, and Mando's like, I gotta go find this baby's people, and they're like, we're gonna stay here. Which is weird. And I'm like... And I'm just like, Kara, get on the fucking ship. What is the matter with you? Kara Cynthia Dune of Alderaan. Grief, you can your ass on the uterus ship. (laughs) I'm sorry, the what? The uterine ship. It looks like a uterus. Oh, yeah. God, you've ruined it now. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, everybody was talking about the feminine and Mandalorian when there were no women on the show, but the animals were women, and that was fine. So I told them that the only uterus that is in this show is the Mandalorian ship. That's what What's I... the ship's name? Razor. The Razor Crest. <laughs> mm. That's how it feels when I get my period. So <laughs> The Razor Crest has landed. <laughs> Uh, um so yeah so they go uh off on their adventure and we we ponder kara's decisions and um so she's a lesbian she doesn't make the best of decisions at sometimes um and then we get a shot of moff gideon coming out of his tie fighter with what the dark saber, oh, the dark saber, and he scares oh, all the totally Jawas. Oh, we totally forgot a really, yeah, we totally forgot a really important part. What? Where the Mando has his flashback to how he got with the Mandalorians. Oh, oh yeah. It's fucking Death Watch. It is who saves least, him. It's at least Clan Vizsla, which is interesting. Saved. My my theory so it's all is all the John like, Favros. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. They put their helmet in their John Favros. <laughs> the, the, the one who are supposed explained. to be women is just John Favreau with long hair. <laughs> my my personal theory for this is that you know Bo-Katan reformed them after the whole Clone Wars, Darth Maul killing her sister fiasco. Mm-hmm. And like that's how we get Bo-Katan in season two. Mm-hmm. They know each other. Oh, thank God, Bo-Katan can be in season two because I was like, where's my where's my bow? Hopefully not where, dead. And can- where is Bo-Katan? And is she safe? Is she all right? And Katie you know, Sackoff would come back <laughs> to do the live-action character in a second. 
Katie Sackhoff made a crack on Twitter about Disney signing her paycheck. I so. saw that. So, you know. I emoji. <laughs> Katie. Triple I emoji. Also, she's one of the few instances of, like, having a... They got the perfect person to both voice act her and play her in live action. Yes. Don't waste that. Right? Like, come yeah. on. Like... I also feel like they could tell a really interesting story with this about like, hey, we viewed Death Watch as terrorists versus like, what were they really type of thing? Mm-hmm. You know, like a whole, I don't know, like what we what we do here in America. We're like, oh, we're on the side of good. And then it's like, oh, actually, these freedom fighters are just trying to survive. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a really interesting thing because they, they never really explored it in the Clone Wars. But Mandalore, the way Satine was running, it was not great. No. No. They had lost their way, so. Yeah. This is not the way. This is not. <laughs> God damn, you beat me by like a second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. But I really fucking love episode eight. Taika, please direct everything alongside Deborah Chow. Also direct everything. Dude, I'm so uh, fucking excited for Obi-Wan. Kenobi? Yeah. <sighs> Did you see Ewan had a fucking mullet at the Golden Globes? Oh my god! I'm not a fan of that. I'm not. I I I feel like Return of the Return of the Jedi. That's not what I wanted to say. (laughs) She's old ass Alec Guinness. (laughs) I think old ass Alec Guinness is hottest ever. No, um, I think Revenge of the Sith. Obi Wan is the hottest Obi Wan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Old ass Alec Guinness is the hottest Obi Wan. <sighs> Fucking Alec Guinness, man. He does it for her, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I get, you know, sometimes we're on a podcast. This is a sign when you're on a really good podcast. You forget that you're recording. <laughs> you know, it's one of the instances where I forget that we're recording a podcast that's going out on the internet. <laughs> People are going to hear you uh, thirst over old ass Alec Guinness. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about... The man, we've kind of really touched on this as we've gone on, so we don't really have to like go in depth about our thoughts on the Mando as a character. But I did not, I've said this at the beginning when we first talked about Mandalorian, um, I did not want to like the show because I was petty <laughs> about not getting to see the footage at Celebration. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to like it because of this, because I'm an asshole. That's what I do. And I fucking love this show because of the Mandalorian. And obviously Baby. But, like, I was not expecting Mando to be the character that he is. I was very much so expecting him to be the lone gunslinger. Like, I don't work with anybody kind of thing. But, like, Mando is nice to literally everyone he meets initially. Unless he thinks there's Kiwi. But, like, he accepts Quill's help. And he's just like, please let me pay you. And Quill's like, no. And he's like, please let me pay you. And, and he pays him he in lets, death. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He I, I, too. I, I said, like, when the show first came out, that I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. Right. Yeah. But I'm happy that it's not what I was, that it's not what I thought it was going to be. Because I was kind of tired of, like, angsty boy, lone wolf galaxy, bounty hunter kind of thing. I was like, well, we don't really need a story like that. But Mando's, like, such a good person. Yeah. He's just so this, nice this to everybody. This was not something I was expecting from John Favreau. No, not at all. Especially with all of the press being like, you know, the people who love the original trilogy are going to love this. And like, yeah, it has very much so the original trilogy vibe in terms of settings and the way things look. But I was expecting like 
the incorrect uh, version of original trilogy Han, like people mm. who don't understand Han. But I mean, it's more kind of like Luke, and I'm like, I yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's a good soft boy. <laughs> he's a good soft boy who just wants to like make everything okay for his kid. He like adopted this green bean without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. I love this show so much. It's good, and I love it because it's everything I thought it wasn't. You know, Jess, your thoughts. Um, I went through a period. I think it was like episode four, episode five, yeah. where I was like, I don't know if I like this show, and now I like it again. Yeah. But I think Yay. I think Deborah Chow and Tiger really saved it for me. Yes, agreed. So Ash, <clears throat> please, this is your time to take the stage. I w- I would love to hear you love on Kara Cynthia Dune of Alderaan. Oh man. So many thoughts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like Kara a lot because, again, it's kind of this flipping of your expectation, right? You see Kara and you expect her to be like, I don't, I, no, I don't let anybody get close to me. And maybe she thinks that she's like that. But Kara is in the same way that Mando is, is immediately like, okay, I'll help you. She doesn't, do, and you know, she doesn't do it for the money. She does it because she, like, likes this guy. She, like, wants to hang out with Mando. That's so cute. In a romantic sense or not, it doesn't really matter. You can read it however you want. But, like, she just genuinely likes this dude. Maybe she likes being blindfolded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh All right, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I got the blindfold thing from a Mando X Cara fic. There you go. (laughs) Yes! Do they bang? No. (laughs) What's the point? I'll send you the fic. But... (laughs) because she they both both her and Mando are big of heart dumb of ass I love it (laughs) (laughs) and I love that it's Gina I'm a huge huge fan of Gina Carano have been for a really long time because I uh, used to watch UFC with my dad when she was paving the way for women to be in that sport Um, so I've been a real big fan of Gina Carano for a really long time also she's Italian so represent (laughs) um (laughs) Um, but I love that the role was written for her, and I love that the physicality that she brought to it in the fight choreography specifically. Like, she kicks Mando's ass in the fourth episode, and I'm like, I believe every second of it. Like, yeah. this is great. Like, the fight, yeah. they they, pro- they choreographed around her. Yeah. Gina Carano don't she... need no stunt double. <laughs> like, no. no. Apparently she kicked the dude so hard in the chest, he went, like, lying backwards. <laughs> With no why. And they, and they were like, I didn't realize that guy was on why. Stunt coordinator was like, he wasn't. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just I just love... I, the entire show, really, is kind of like this flipping of your expectation of what you think these characters are going to be. And with Kara and Mando specifically, you, you just think they're going to be, like, lone wolf loners. But they're not. Like, they just... Yeah. They like each... They want to be friends. They like hanging out with each other. And that relationship and that friendship really, like, like I was saying, like, from episode six, you miss Kara by the time she comes back. Yeah. And when, and when they're, like, a team, you're like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. They immediately are, like, drift compatible and understand each other in a way that is kind of amazing, considering they don't really know each other that well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes and you neither... meet people like that, and that's, like, so yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, and I like how Mando doesn't try to, like, bring up her shady past or anything. He's like, she helped me that 
you know, on Sorgan getting rid of that ATST, I trust. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I love Cara Cynthia Dune of Alderaan, and she better come back in season two, or I will write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> I will. I will stab si- someone. I will sign my name to that letter. <laughs> I will. I will show up to Dave Filoni's office, even though it's probably John Favreau's decision. I don't care. I will show up to Dave Filoni's office <laughs> and be like, "Sup, boys? It's me." <laughs> like John John Favreau wrote the role for her, so I don't imagine she's going anywhere. Good. I hope. This is what I just have to tell myself so I can sleep at night. Well, (laughs) Ming-Na is dead, Uh, supposedly, uh, so I worry. (laughs) I just worry. We need more women writers. Okay, season two, more women writers on this show, please. Like, yes, please. More, more women. More just more women in general. <laughs> like more, more women's, please. I would like at least ten women's. <laughs> Put it on my tab. Can we just get like a planet that's like the Amazons from Wonder oh. Woman? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> I want to live there. What was that noise? Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm feeling extra gay today. <laughs> I don't know what my problem is. We've had a lot of wine. <laughs> Can we talk about Justice for Queel? Oh my god. That, oh. that and the blurgs, it really upset me. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? And then Queel was face down and I was like, no. He just, he spent a lifetime in slavery to the fucking empire only to get free and have this fuck face with a helmet come and ruin everything and kill get him killed and his blurgs and i was very sad because that's really sad (laughs) really inappropriate joke i could make he could really be a fuck face if he put the blindfold oh my god (laughs) i regret ever saying anything (laughs) not my good christian star wars damn it I'm sorry. I feel like I shouldn't have hosted it. <laughs> I found the fic, by the way. God bless. <laughs> God bless Ash. Oh my god. So, whew, okay. I miss Queel. I want him to come back. Also, when I was watching this episode with Chris, we were sitting on the couch and the first blur gets taken. And he, I, like, seriously, like, we were just silently watching this. I had the dog on my lap. It was a nice time. The first blur gets taken and Chris goes, no! <laughs> and then the second one starts to get taken. And he's like, no, no, no! And then the the thing dies and he's like, oh, oh, <laughs> And it was then Chris really, said he didn't want to watch the show anymore because of the blurgs. It was really sad. I don't like it, it when was. animals die on no. things. It's upsetting. <laughs> I love the blurgs. I had to go grab a cat and hold it. Aww. Don't die. <laughs> Abby, I just saw your tweet. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I tweeted a picture of old ass Alexander's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been tweeting from the pod account. Oh, great. <laughs> I was just tweeting at Rogue Quadrant. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we have anything else we want to mention about IG-11? You didn't deserve that. No. <laughs> he had a great IG-11 arc. IG-11 deserved better. Great arc. Very pleased. So, Moff Gideon, right? Mm. 
Oh. Having Giancarlo Esposito in Star Wars is oh. fucking amazing. Oh. <laughs> yes. Also, having him wield the Darksaber is... Oh, my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I am so upset for casual fans who just, like, watch the movies and are watching the show that don't know how fucking rad it is to see the Darksaber in live action. Ugh. I, like, I they're, they're probably just like, oh, it's like a weird-looking lightsaber. And we're like, no! <laughs> That's I so feel, much significance! I felt very bad for all the... I had people in my house for Christmas. Oh, Lord. And I watched Mando at 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I there was somebody in my room as I was watching it. I oh, had headphones Lord. on. And I saw the Darksaber and I went, what the fuck? Like, really loud. <laughs> And woke everybody up. Good job. <laughs> Dude. Honestly, proud of you. Dude, I was not ex- I mean, we should have expected it. It's John Favreau. He's obsessed with Mandalorians. He is yeah. he is all of the Vislas. Like it was gonna come back <laughs> at some point. But He's every single Visla <laughs> to have ever lived. But it was just really fucking cool. And how did how did Moff Gideon get that? Oh my god. I don't like, know. I wanna I'm worried. I'm excited. I'm worried I I want Bo-Katan to be happy and well, but if there's a good story, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. made me want to rewatch all of, like the Mando stuff from Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh yeah. And... It makes it made me want to rewatch Rebels. What? <laughs> Whoa. Jess wants to rewatch Rebels? Well, and also there's a rumor going around that Rebels another Rebels is coming, like I uh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't. I love Rebels. Like Rebels is my Star Wars. Really, I love it so much. But no, <laughs> I feel like if it didn't have Ezra and it had better writers, it would have been great. <laughs> Ahsoka and Sabine's lesbian adventure with Mom that Hera was... watching over everyone. Yeah, and then her baby, I guess, in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, she has that. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forget uh, that her kid is a thing. Well, because Dave Filoni wouldn't let her be a mother and a pilot general at the same time. That's not something that women can do, apparently. <sighs> no. Um, she just had to be a mom, I guess. <laughs> yep. If you ever listen to Rebel Girl, you know my thoughts on Rebels mm-hmm. and that situation. Anyway. Baby Yoda. Baby, baby Yoda. Baby, baby Yoda. Ash, baby Yoda. Ash, baby, baby Yoda. do you have TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> do you use tiktok no but i'm aware of it <laughs> mostly from abby's twitter are you aware Lovely. of the baby yoda song that someone created for tiktok <laughs> for, afraid not <laughs> the galaxy is going to hell but we've all fallen, <laughs> under, fallen yours. under your spell <laughs> baby <laughs> You know what I was doing? You know that, that Baby Monkey song from like 10 years ago? Oh, God, yeah. I was doing Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Mando is dead, Baby Yoda. <laughs> I'm a serious musician, I promise. Ash, I would like to request you listen to this Baby Yoda song and make an acoustic version. <laughs> so that one day, when I have a child, I will lull it to sleep with this song. I think... I think Ash, you can play guitar and sing. Abby, you can join this duet. And then I will play all of the woodwinds in the background. Because apparently no one knows that I'm a musician either. Pull out the bassoon. (laughs) 
I knew that. You played clarinet. We need we need to start a band that just plays Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda and Cara Dune songs only. Yeah. Yes. Exclusively Baby Yoda and Cara Dune songs. And Take Me Higher by Creep. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's a perfect segue into Mando isn't a race. It's a creed. Oh my god. How do we feel about this? I wasn't quite sure how to feel about it at first, but I'm kind of okay with it now. Because I yeah. feel like it makes more sense as a religion than a race, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I was thinking about it, and I kind of like that it takes away Filoni's or whoever's stupid idea that it was like, uh, the Fets aren't actually Mandalorians. Or like the and weird like, Aryan race uh, Mandalorians yeah, from Clone yeah. Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of creepy, and I don't like it, and it's very uh, white supremacist that all of a sudden you have these two Maori characters and you're like, oh yeah, they're not real Mandalorians. Yeah. Do you think Do you think maybe the whole, if we find out more about Mandalorian culture and, and Death Watch and stuff, do you think maybe like that's what Death Watch was saying? Is that Satine was turning it into like, Ooh. about, <gasps> turning it into something about bloodline when Mandalorian culture was traditionally about you know, are the, you the that is an excellent segue into my are point. You, wait, <laughs> hang on, wait. Are you saying Pre Vizsla is an ally? What? Oh, I really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, He's the like, Jedi are shit. I believe it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm an idiot white person. I know nothing. Thanks for screaming, Wedge. I appreciate Good that. Boy! <laughs> Good job, Wedge. That's dang it. It's like, no racism. <laughs> um, Yes, Jess, please get into your point. I'm very excited. So I have this idea, and it's not very well thought out, so bear with me. I might write a piece on it for swritmatters.com. But it's like, so, Ash, what you're saying about, like, hey, maybe Satine's Mandalore is like the white supremacist movement in America and across Europe, <laughs> and maybe, like, the the creed of Mandalore is, like, the whole, like, hey, you can be, like... A, a person that is a person of color from uh, from of diaspora and you can still adopt like this way mm. of life and be a part of this culture and be just as valid as anybody else who was like born here and mm. looks like a, looks a certain way um and I was like, wow, that's why when the Darksaber popped up, I was like, oh, shit. And, like, the Vizlas were around. I was like, oh, shit. There's, like, a real story that could be told here. I don't know if that story should be told by Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni. No. Taika yeah. I would do an excellent job Taika. of telling the story. He's already done it with Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, um, yeah he, man- he managed to, s- to slip it into a Marvel movie without anybody really noticing or getting angry about it. Right. Or anything. I don't know if that's... That's probably a pretty dumb thing to say. I mean, people definitely noticed it, but he was able to, like, integrate it in in there in a way that made you think about it. But I don't know. I had a point. I'm not sure what it was. (laughs) He didn't. I I think you mean, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're saying that, like, like, fandom menace folks wouldn't be like, oh, this is so... SJW, but like yeah. those of yeah. us who have like a heart and a soul and a brain would be like, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, like yeah, anybody who actually like watches the show, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that made me very excited for. I'm probably gonna be disappointed because white men and Disney, but <laughs> I was. I, it made me very excited for like the future of this show and what it really could be. And yeah, 
it just made me rethink everything that we've seen through Rebels and Clone Wars, which we should be doing because it's weird. (laughs) And we should be rethinking the original trilogy and all kinds of things. Um, Just because different time, different place, different people. And I think like... They were they were trying to say something in Clone Wars, but they never had the guts to actually say anything, yeah. really. So I feel like maybe with the more quote unquote adult lens in which you could view this, and Star Wars has actually been all about like ambiguity lately. Yeah, you know, with yeah. like Alphabet Squadron, Inferno Squad being former Imperials, Ben Demption. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> I'm upset that I am, but I also want to yeet him into a hole. I am I am a Ben Solo stan. I am here. It just felt weird saying Ben Demption and Inferno Squad in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could be really cool. But yeah. There's really cool places that this these ideas could be taken, and I'm excited. But I've been disappointed in the past like recently yeah. in the past. So <laughs> yeah. Um, trying not to get my hopes up. I feel like that's kind of like where I'm at with Star Wars. Like, cool, I'm excited. Not going to be too excited because I might be disappointed, yeah. which is shitty. But hey, that's where we're at. But I also feel like, okay, listen. So I'm going to relate this back to Tross real quick and my experience with Tross. I went into The Last Jedi with being like, I have to fucking love this movie. This movie has to be my movie and whatever I want it to be. And I didn't like it. And it was a shitty feeling. I got over it. I wasn't fucking like some of these other people who, I don't know, are bitching and complaining about reshoots. Shut up. Um, But, like, with Tross, I went in being like, I just want to watch a Star Wars. Yeah. I just want to enjoy a Star Wars. And that helped my enjoyment a lot. Wait, did you mean Last Jedi when you at first? The first... What did I say? I think you said Tross. Okay, that makes more sense No, I, did, I wanted to relate it also to Tross. <laughs> oh, okay. In that, I just wanted to enjoy a Star Wars, which is also what you were talking about, right? I think so. I've had tequila. Okay. <laughs> I have had wine. I'm sorry, Ash. You were talking, you were talking about... You were talking about just wanting to be excited for Star Wars again. Yeah, yeah. Um... I went into Rise of Skywalker thinking that I'm probably not going to like this because... Like, I mean, I was okay with TFA. Like, was it, I know it was fine. Like, Rose Rose Tico wasn't in a lot of the merch, so that was kind of a sign. Like, yeah. didn't like Kylo Ren, so I was like, oh, great. And then I really ended up enjoying it. So, I don't know. Maybe I can just be like, I don't like Dave Filoni. And then I'll be like, oh, this show's actually great. <laughs> I don't like Dave Filoni, but I really like The Clone Wars. I know I do too. That's our Star Wars, Jess. It is. It really is. And I don't understand. And under- it's fucking Dave Filoni's fault. I don't understand. How did this happen? I don't- <laughs> George Lucas, I maybe? No, I don't want to like him either. I, I, that's weird too. Like I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't want to like George. My my whole thing with Trost was I went in. And I had read some things, and I mm. talked to a friend about it earlier, and I was like, I'm not going to like this movie. And then I walked out of it and was like, yep, didn't like that movie. And do I like this movie? <laughs> Did I like this movie? I went on, like, the day between me watching Tross and watching it again, I went on such, like, a goddamn emotional roller coaster. <laughs> like, do I like this movie? Do I not? And then I watched it again, I'm like, oh, this movie's great. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's good for what it is, which is a fucking Yeah, mess. oh, yeah. And yes. Oh, yeah. It's an oh, emotional totally. That's why I love it. <laughs> 
every okay but like have you seen its predecessors like every movie i, I guess i will give the last jedi something it was pretty well thought out all despite things <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying um it was pretty well I, thought out despite everything uh, thank you <laughs> But, like, look at my favorite Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. It's a fucking mess! It's a mess! And I love it. My favorite's also Return of the Jedi. (gasps) Ash, did we just become best friends? I think so. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't can't partake. (laughs) You don't want to be my best friend? There's Ewoks. And that's a problem? I'm sorry, Meg. Jack <laughs> hates Ewoks. Like, freak me out, man. <laughs> I don't think Ewoks are cute. But I don't hate Ash. Ewoks. They okay. like, they kind Friendship of... with Ash over. No one is my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of terrifying. <laughs> they are a little bit. I hope. They Ewok tried to eat Han Solo <laughs> and Luke Skywalker. They worship C-3PO. They can't have the... They just happened to have a dress in Leia's size for some reason, probably because they ate the person that wore it there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean... I love that we we devolved into talking about Return of the Jedi on this Mandalorian. <laughs> Not in my good Christian Mandalorian server. <laughs> Oh I'm just saying words now. <laughs> Not my good Christian mental. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, it's man. 10.30 for me. <laughs> and I've had too much wine. So maybe we should wrap up. Yeah. So, Ash, <laughs> where can our townies find you? And what do you do <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> Tell us about your internet things. Well, Read us your search history. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> blindfolded. Actually, my search. My, my blindfolded Mandalorian. <laughs> I think my search history is like ninety-five percent diets for people with diabetes. But like, oh, oh no! <laughs> Happy twenty twenty! <laughs> Yay! Um. <laughs> I, you Well, you can find me on Twitter at Airsatsash, where I just, I mean, recently it's been a lot of yelling about Geraltopia, but um, <laughs> I also have two Star Wars podcasts. Uh, one is called the Skyhoppers Podcast, where it's just kind of a general Star Wars discussion show with me and my friend Ben, and then I'm also on Podrin, which is a wonderful hot mess of a podcast. <laughs> it's a beautiful mess. Um, and we just did, we just wrapped up our... Um, Mandalorian mini podcast we were doing called the Podrilorian, and that was a really good time. Uh, so if you want more of my Mandalorian opinions in this fashion, um, <laughs> you can check that out. Uh, and I'm also on a show called Why Am I Watching This, which is a show where me and my co-host Lizzie introduce each other to a piece of new media every week, and it's almost always terrible. It is. It's great. <laughs> it is fantastic. I loved the Veggie Tales episode. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> Because I, too, grew up on VeggieTales. I did, too. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I have that episode that you guys talked about on VHS. <laughs> we somehow managed to um, to piss off, like, a one million moms type person. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I got a very strongly worded email about how I'm not being a 
fight for Christ. So I call that episode like an unmitigated success. Excellent. You know, um... I sing the Barbara Manatee song to Billy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he hates me for it. I, oh, okay. This has nothing to do with anything except for I want to talk about vet details right now. Um, <clears throat> let me tell you the story quickly on the podcast about my first kiss. Oh, that's not where so... I was expecting this to go. <laughs> I had a boyfriend in sixth grade. He was in my youth group. Mm. So it was a very Christian relationship. <laughs> he left and, from Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was a very Catholic relationship. Um, and we were at our friend's house, and we were just, like, watching a bunch of YouTube videos, I guess. Um, and my friend pulled up I Love My Lips <laughs> from VeggieTales. <laughs> And it teaches you how to say lips in Polish, which is usta. <laughs> and like 20 minutes later, I get a text from my boyfriend on my Verizon Razor pink flip phone. Oh, yeah. That asks, can I kiss you on the usta? <laughs> <laughs> and then we kiss. <laughs> that is the story of my first kiss. You have VeggieTales to thank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For your first kiss. Thank you, VeggieTales. Thank you. Anyway, uh, if you still fucking want to listen after this episode, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, you can tweet us at LBTPod. You can send us an email at lousybeautifultownpod at gmail.com. Uh, before we get into our exciting stuff, Jess, where can the people find you? Space Jess, four S's in the Jess. What about you? You can find me at Abby M. Cecilia. And here's our exciting news. Drumroll, please. We're launching a Patreon! Woohoo! Yay! Capitalism! <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, everything's gotta be a hustle. <laughs> Everything can't have hobbies texted, anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I texted Jess like two days ago and was like, "What do you think about launching a Patreon?" And she's like, "Sure." And then had everything ready today. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like thinking like a month from now and stuff like that. But like, I got a fancy new mic for Christmas. And I was like, this would be really nice if we could have all sorts of fancy equipment as well as cover some of our hosting fees because in March, I believe, is when our uh, subscription expires. And so, yes, Jess and I are working individuals and make money, but I like to spend my money on food and <laughs> not necessarily on podcasts. So if you would like to financially support the podcast, you can do so with our Patreon. Just tell them where our Patreon is. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's patreon.com slash lesbybeautifultownpod. Um, yeah. And it's already up. Um, yes. Maybe we'll release this early for Ooh. people who subscribe, <laughs> like in the next couple days. Oh, shit. <laughs> How would they know it's released early? They won't until they listen to the very <laughs> end of this. <laughs> so... We'll tweet it out, I guess. <laughs> Whoops. Maybe I'll just cut this clip. <laughs> Maybe I'll just cut this clip out and post it on Twitter. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Preview. This Jess, is what you get on Patreon. Just, just tell them about the tears. Oh shit. 
Um, uh, hold on. I have a picture. Unless you changed it, I have a picture of it on my phone. No, I changed it. Sorry, because I... What the fuck? I, I didn't change it very Ash, we're not usually this chaotic. I know. I'll edit some of this. I feel like it's my fault. I feel like it I brought is. all of Rogue Pod's chaotic energy with me. We, we've been yeah. drinking a lot. Jess and I drink a lot. I haven't been drinking, but I don't feel like I haven't been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting you drunk by fumes via, like... <laughs> drunk by priority. Okay, so the Patreon tiers. First one is $1.00. You will be a lousy, beautiful townie. Um, this gets you access to our Discord server. Eventually, we're going to have live shows. Once we get a certain amount of patrons, we will do a live show and all bonus episodes. Uh, the Babu Freaks, $5 or more <laughs> per month. Oh my God. Um, you get access also to the Discord server, which includes live shows, bonus episodes, and we will send you a bunch of stickers when you pledge. Um, and then we have the BFDs, which... <laughs> big fat dicks <laughs> our big fat dicks will get access to the discord live shows bonus bonus episodes um stickers and then we'll also when we finally do have merch which will be coming soon uh buttons and a shirt uh you will get that when you pledge and then you will have um oh shit i forgot this is the part i changed every tier will have access to private discord meetings <laughs> meetups with me and abby <laughs> Private Discord meetings. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. That is. I know. That's not that's how I wanted weird. to word it, but that's how it came out. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe like when Jess comes to visit me, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like we could stream us playing a game. But okay, this is a little strange now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, obviously, like we just kind of want everybody to have access to all of this shit. So that's kind of why they're very yeah. similar, aside from the merch stuff. Honestly, yeah. like your ten dollars will basically pay for shipping to get your button and your shirt. So yeah. that's where we're at. But um yeah, uh we're open to people being like, Hey, you should do this. Also, Abby, I just realized the picture I sent you has the um username and password for my bank account, so please don't access my bank account. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, I was planning this. But yes, we're very excited to launch our Patreon. It's like the time I accidentally screenshotted PayPal information in a group chat with 20 people. No! Glad I didn't tweet that out to everybody. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Anyway. We're very excited to launch our Patreon. And as Jess is talking about merch, we are planning on hopefully doing some merch soon. Not hopefully. We're going to do merch soon. Um, With some of your favorite quotes from Lousy Beautiful Town. So... We have some in our head already, but if there's any that we're not thinking of that you're like, ooh, this would be a good sticker or t-shirt, let us know. We do it. No matter how inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as you're willing oh, to deep wear stuff, it. But also porn is going on a shirt. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard from that sentence is porn is going on a shirt. And I don't think I know anything. Porn else. is, it's the blindfolded fanfic <laughs> on a shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. I regret every decision I've ever made. <laughs> Thanks. It's been so much fun having you here, Ash. Oh, it's been so much fun. Uh, this was great. This was the most chaotic we've been in a long time. Thank you, Ash. It's your fault. It is your fault. <laughs> God bless this mess. All right, and with that, go read some blindfolded fanfic that I might write. We have no sign-off. No, we don't. We don't know what the fuck Yeah, I see a weasel.
and what, went wrong? what the? Try again. Shut up! 